0: Of my heart, don't be all else we save that. Time. Good morning. Good morning. Before I begin, I first want to introduce myself. My name is Byron, and if you don't know who I am, I hope to get to know you soon. I am an undergraduate student, an undergraduate senior at Westchester University, and this summer I've been interning with Pastor Brett and working with Deacon Michael. I'll be around as often as I can while I'm home from school, so feel free to come up to me if you see me at church and uh, get to know me a little bit. So in today's gospel reading, we see Jesus perform one of his many, many miracles. And as I was reading this passage, the Holy Spirit revealed two important points to me that I'll be sharing with you today. The first thing I'd like to highlight is in Mark 6, verses 41 through 44. And taking the five loaves and two fish, Jesus looked up to heaven and said a blessing, and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to be set before the people, and he divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied. And they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces and of fish, and those who ate were five thousand men. Now, if you notice, the disciples only had five loaves of bread and two fish. And I'm very confident that if I had five loaves of bread and two fish, I could not feed 5,000 men. But the Bible only tells us about how many men there were. It does not tell us about the number of women and children, but we know they were there. So this brings me to the first point. Jesus takes whatever we have, whether it be great or small, and he satisfies us with it. In today's society we are constantly bombarded with ads and commercials telling us that we need the newest cars, the nicest clothes, or the best possessions in order to satisfy us. Me personally, my favorite candy bar is a Snickers. And in a Snickers commercial, their slogan is Snickers satisfies. But for me, it only satisfies me in the time that it takes me to eat it. Your cars will rust, your clothes will tear, and your possessions will either break or become so outdated they have to be replaced. The satisfaction from these things is fleeting. The passage shows us Jesus satisfying the hunger of over 5,000 people. But through study of scripture, we know that God can satisfy all of our needs whether they be physical or spiritual, it may not always be when you want it. It may not always be how you think you're going to get it. But our Heavenly Father can give you eternal satisfaction. Oftentimes, as imperfect creations, we seek satisfaction from earthly things. For some, it's personal possessions. For others, It's a reputation you're trying to uphold. And for others still, they may seek satisfaction from other people. I personally have struggled with all of these things, and many more. But I take comfort and joy knowing God satisfies all of my needs, including my greatest debt, the debt that we all owe for our sins. God satisfied this with Jesus' death Burial and resurrection on the cross. Now, there's a great chance that some of you listening haven't struggled in the same way that I have. And if that's the case, I'd encourage you to look within yourselves, to look within your hearts, and be honest not only with yourself, but with God, and ask yourself some simple questions Where do I seek my satisfaction? How do I spend my money? Where do I spend my time? And most importantly, do I spend any time with God outside of Sunday mornings? This brings us to the second point. I've talked about God's satisfaction, but how? The answer is in verse 34 earlier in the passage. And it says. When Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd and had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. If you notice in the passage, the disciples and the others had first spent time with Jesus and then was satisfied by Jesus. The order is extremely important here because you cannot be eternally satisfied with your life first and then go to Jesus, because eternal satisfaction can only come from God. However, this satisfaction God provides us does not happen overnight. It comes from consistent communication and time spent with the Holy Spirit while reading Scripture and during our daily lives. And this is extremely important, so I'll say it again. It comes from consistent communication and time spent with the Holy Spirit while reading Scripture and during our daily lives. After this, we can then experience love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, the fruits of the Spirit. Now take a moment and imagine losing everything you have ever owned. You have no friends, you have no family, you have no possession. It may be hard for some of you to imagine this, but it's very easy for me to. And I'd like to share with you a piece of my spiritual journey with God. Three years ago, fresh out of high school, I spent nine weeks in basic combat training for the United States Army. And if you're a veteran out there, I'd like to say thank you for your service. While I was there, I learned that God was not calling me to be a United States soldier, but he still taught me an important lesson. In basic, they take everything from you, and they store it away for nine weeks. They even take your first name, and as you very well may know, you are called by your rank and last name, or your family name. And even though you still have your family name, there's a really great chance that you will share that name with someone else. While I was at BASIC, five pairs of people, five pairs, shared the same last name, which makes things very confusing when drill sergeants are barking orders at you. They even encouraged us to forget our past and remake ourselves starting with our training. And as you can imagine, the training wasn't easy. And it came with many trials and many hardships that we all face together. But regardless of what I didn't have, I always had the Holy Spirit right there with me to satisfy and comfort me wherever I went. To wrap up, I'll leave you with these last three thoughts. Number one, spend time this week with our loving God, And remember, he speaks to us with compassion. Number two, ask him to reveal himself to you and learn how he can satisfy you. And number three, take joy in knowing he satisfies our greatest need through Jesus. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Becoming Thy presence, my life.